I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach. And today is part two of our conversation with Arjun Sachdev. Now, if you're familiar with Instagram, he's a silly reader on Instagram. And we had an interesting conversation in part one where we were talking about his reading habits and things that you can do for your reading habits as well. I strongly suggest you listen to part one before you come and listen to this episode. Enjoy. So how do you choose books that you want to? How do you decide what is a good book to start? I'll give you a few examples. Say there is somebody who comes to you and says, Arjun, I've never read a book before in my life. What is a good book for me to start off with? Okay, so you are asking me to suggest a book to them or for my personal read? No, you suggesting a book to them and then teaching them how to choose books. I don't actually try to tell them on how to choose books. I, I let them be because everybody has a different interest in something like maybe someone has a interest in fantasy and maybe in erotica, maybe in a thriller or in a suspense crime thriller. Okay. So I don't actually tell them on how to choose books, but when they come to me, the first question that I ask them is what is something that interests you? Hmm. Because as you mentioned earlier in our conversation that a lot of people choose very hard books at the very beginning of their reading career or reading journey. And that is how they, they fuck up it. They fuck it up, right? Because they drop it, they can't read it and they think that reading is not for me. So I first ask them that what interests you or what is something that you would want to improve on. There would be two things like if there is something you are curious about or there is something that interests you or you need to work upon something or improve. Let's say someone asked me for a self-help book recommendation. I asked them that is there something that you want to improve on and somebody mentioned that they want to improve their productivity or their time management. I can now suggest them eat that frog and it is a very easy go-to read book, right? It is very easy. And the second book can be do it today by Darius Forrest. So these are very short reads. And as the beginner reader who are coming to me for suggestions, they can read it quickly and it like now boosts their morale and they are now more motivated to go and read further. That is how I approach Anyone who comes to me and asks for a book recommendation, the first question that I will ask is, is there something that interests you or do you want to improve on something that you are aware of? It's almost like, what is your purpose? And then I'll tell you which direction to take it. In an yeah, yeah, and it also comes from a book, they start with why. So why are you reading that book? And if the why is clear, you will tend to stick with that book. And obviously it should interest you. And that is why I am asking that if the topic is interesting enough for you. Because let's suppose you are trying to improve on something. Like say your time management is fucked up. You need to properly manage your time. And now it is a recurring problem that you are facing. And like... This is how our brains operate. It needs to find the solution very quickly. So if that is a problem that you're currently facing, you will tend to find the solution in a very quick manner. And now you will try to figure out solutions while reading that book. So the probability of sticking to that book is very high. So the probability of staying to that book because it is something that is making sense is much higher than otherwise. Making sense. And also there is a chance that you will find the solution to your problem that you're currently facing in that book. Correct. See, our minds wants closure. Mm. If there is a problem, you tend to find a solution because if the problem is still there and you are not finding a solution, your mind will start overthinking and you don't want to go into that overthinking zone. 
so it is better to look out for that solution and if the solution is there in the book your tendency to stick through it will be very very high very interesting now when you start reading a book and you are progressing through it right what are some of the habits that you used to remember or to share with people or you know like what are the things that you do to make this book almost come alive in your life see i have a notion page i maintain complete like there is a page for book learnings on notion and i do my entries there like once i read a chapter i'll go into my laptop notion screen and then i'll mention what i've read and what i've learned and what i can think that i can apply in my life hmm. and i revisit it continuously and there are some books that i absolutely love i will reread them a lot like the satalat the go giver there are few books that have impacted me in a huge manner i go back to them again and again so that is how i do it but many people don't do it and that is how they are not able to recall things and not able to retain that information that they have learned from those books and how do you choose between you know this book i want the physical copy of this book i want the kindle copy of this book i want to listen to the audio book of how do you decide which will you do I first buy the book on Kindle because as my collection is huge I don't have a lot of space so it is better to first read that book on Kindle and if you like it then only order a physical copy and there are a lot of books that I've read on Kindle and I still haven't bought the physical copy but I will in future because I want to reread it and I will mostly reread in the physical version So my first go through is that first buy it on Kindle and then if you like it then buy a physical copy I don't like most of the times I don't own the audiobook version of that book because I want to read it on my pace as, as go through so the physical version does it very well So sometimes you listen to an audiobook version but you won't always have an audiobook of something or you would have an audiobook of something yeah, that doesn't yeah. exist in physical No 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 there are books that i own in all three versions in kindle in physical in audio hmm. and those are the books i have read multiple times and the subtle art is one of them can't hurt me is one of them compound effect is one of them so there are books that can't i own in me? all three versions. which is can't hurt can't, me can't can't the can't hurt david dogins wala david dogins book yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah interesting so did you like his approach of that going hard that kind of a thing can't kill me that's something that appeals to you he is an extreme version but it definitely strikes you that you can push your comfort zone to a certain level not to his level but definitely if you push your comfort zone levels you get a fighter attitude that you can achieve things in life hmm. What are some of the interesting books that you're reading right now? I recently finished a book known as The Education of a Value Investor by Guy Spear. I finished it yesterday. Hmm. Right now I am reading this book as I mentioned that The Innovation Stack. The Innovation and Stack. I yeah, I am rereading a book called A Man Called Owe. It's a fictional book. Hmm. It's a very very great book like it showcases like it will make you come all those emotions that is present inside you it will make those emotions come out of you you will actually love all the characters present in that book that's so interesting right so two questions come out from this one is that you read multiple books at the same time i'll read two three books at a time so two three books two, at a three, time not more yeah two three books 
at any point of time are what you are currently occupied with see there are books that i read every day like the daily stoic hmm. tools of titans is something that i almost read every day because the, the chapters are very short hmm. and those are to be consumed for a longer period of time because you are getting lessons from people who are titans in that field or experts in their field the daily stoic is meant to be read every day because it is a daily reminder to be more calmer to be more stoic person correct so those are the books that i read every day and mostly i'll bounce off from one book to another so there will be multiple multiple in the sense that there will be not more than two three books that i'm reading at a particular time okay and you've settled on this three books as a good number you've by mistake write five books at a time and then one book at a time and i have done i have done that i have read multiple books at a time too but it didn't work well for me because you are not able to allocate particular time frame to that book so two three suits my suits my nature hmm. my reading journey also I think there's so many people who have different styles of. So my dad believes that he has a bookshelf, entire bookshelf, which is his currently reading books. There are twenty of them inside that currently oh. reading books. So it's it's really funny how that people put this. The second one was okay. So so <coughs> wait wait wait. I want to add to it. There is my author friend. He lives in Canada, and he has seven day seven book routine where he picks one day for one particular book and read ten pages of that book. Book one. He'll read ten pages for book two, ten pages tomorrow, and it will like it will rotate on weekly. So this is also something that people do, and there are many people they have their own nature and own habit of it. So some people will stick through one book and they won't read simultaneously another book. And it happens. It depends on the nature of the person. I have to tell you a funny story at this point of time. So my grandfather, yeah, sure. he kept saying that you know I have never finished a book in my life. and we asked him why he would say every time i sit down to read a book right i will read up till this half of page and then my wife will call me for something so i have to go up get up come back <laughs> sit down and then i'll sit down and i've forgotten what i read so i have to start again from the top and then i'll reread and then somebody else will call me so i have to go again and do it that was his excuse for never ever reading a book completely how do you avoid distractions see i don't have to avoid distractions because I'll keep my phone aside. I won't look at it because now, as it has become a habit, I can do it very easily. Hmm. And see, reading is something that keeps me indulged in it for a longer period of time. So I live in a very quiet place. There is no noise around. At the time I am reading that book, there is no noise around. So it actually doesn't have a lot of distractions that can distract me and keep me out of that book. So I mean that. If you need to, the worst enemy is your phone. Keep it aside, and I think that people can figure it out then. So the worst distraction is phone. Then family yeah. members, so you tell them, see, please just don't distract me. See all my see all my notifications are off. Hmm. I don't have any notification of anything except for emails because emails are important. Correct. No Instagram, no Facebook, no WhatsApp, no YouTube. All notifications are off. Hmm. And when I sit down to read, my mom is busy doing. Her daily chores, so she won't distract me. Mm. So this is one thing that, like, I am blessed with, and I am very lucky that there are no distractions that are keeping me away from that book. Interesting. We're gonna take a quick break. See you on the other side. Welcome back. All right, let's jump into the conversation. Sergeant, so like, when people are starting to read. 
what do you think is the benefit of things like you know book clubs or reading clubs or reading organizations have you ever been part of any of these no i am not and i'm not sure how does it help because i haven't been a part of anything like that see the best thing i have done is having an accountability partner let's suppose asin wants to read a particular book and i want to read that particular book or any other book for that matter so i'll make a pact with asin that see what you have to do is you have to ask me that that day i have read that book or not and have i learned from that book from let's suppose we come to a pact that i'll read 30 pages and asin also will read 30 pages of that book so your job is to get me accountable and ask me that have you read the 30 pages that you promised mm-hmm. and what did you learn from those pages correct i'm sure that this thing works because mm-hmm. it worked for me not in reading sense but in some other activity mm-hmm. so getting the accountability I, partner is step one yeah step one is accountability partner and if you stay consistent if you stay honest with him because honest with him her because mm-hmm. at the end i can lie to you like arjun i have read 30 pages i can lie to you but i cannot lie with myself that maine toh kuch padha nahi but i am still saying that i have so that is the worst thing you can do because first you are not doing the thing that you promised and you are living in delusion and keeping others in delusion also correct so i know that the accountability thing works but to be honest the book club thing and whatever thing you asked i haven't attended a single one yet so i am not sure on how these things work and how is the entire book review community and things like that that you're a part of because obviously i'm sure there must be a community that talks about books and you very find like minded people or identify new books what is that like interacting with everyone there see that is what happens when you are with like minded people mm. they cheer you up they'll acknowledge what you're doing and there are multiple times that people have commented people have dm me that see this is one thing this is because of you have started reading this book and trust me it gives an immense amount of pleasure to me knowing that people pick my recommendations because i know that from that book recommendation i have added a certain value in their life mm. see ultimately it's a game of how am i making their life convenient or better or adding value to their life that is helping them live a better life so if my recommendation is helping them i can't ask for anything more right so when you are with like minded people the bookstagram community is something which will appreciate you and to be honest for all the posts i have done i haven't got a single hate comment till now lovely so that is one thing that they appreciate and if they don't like something they won't comment it to you mm. see there is one thing that is constructive feedback and people give me constructive feedback then but they don't this is shit and there is there is no kind of feedback so that is what happens and the bookstagram community is absolutely it is very sweet it's very appreciative it is very helpful to me if you ask them something they would get and try to help as much as possible i think that's amazing how do you yeah. decide what is your next good book going to be like your book see it comes from the current book i am reading if there is something that interests me in that book like let's suppose i mentioned that yesterday i finished reading the education of a value investor hmm and it mentioned few topics that interested me so now those topics are on my to be list books so i will find books that cater to those topics but as i already have a lot of books unread books that are on my shelf i'll try to figure out on how to finish those first and then buy new ones so initially i used to do that that if i'm reading a book let's suppose 
I am reading a psychology book or something like there is a book called as the art of thinking clearly hmm. it is a psychology book it it tells you about biases and the particular book art of thinking clearly mentions a lot of different books that cater to particular bias or heuristic so i will round it off and i'll try and find the best suited book that caters to that particular topic and then i'll go and buy that book or i'll try to find out which is the book that best suits the topic this is how usually 90% of my my next read would be it's interesting right you finish this and you say ha huh, i did this i learned this now what next so it happens like a mind map so first there is a that it branches out and it it branches out and it branches and then the depth of the topic you get to the roots and fundamentals of those topics it's not that you would read all the books of one author first and then go to another author then go to another author it's not like that that is why i kept the 10% room because mm. it depends on my mood sometimes too because like, that normally happens with uh, fiction books primarily not so much non fiction books i'm guessing it happens with non fiction also there is an author called ryan holiday who wrote the daily stoic and Correct. it has a lot of books that those are learnings from those stoics and how did it apply to the modern world mm. so there is a book called the stillness is the key the obstacle is the way ego is the enemy and these are great books so but all by ryan holiday are, or by other people they are all by ryan holiday okay So, I can showcase it. So me. then you would go from one to the next to the next to the next because they all make sense in line. See, this is the obstacle is the way. Correct. This is ego is the enemy, hmm. and this is still an act. And these are all the books that I either have got as a gift hmm. or someone gifted it to me in a giveaway. So this is one author that I own a lot of books of because I own I think four or five books of the same author. Interesting, you know. I've so it happens. It happens in non-fiction genre also, but the occasion is very rare. Like it happens very, very low, the two, three percent only. Interesting. I was just saying that I've not read a single Ryan Holiday book. I've read the Stoic book, the philosophy books. I've not read the Ryan Holiday versions of understanding them. These are great ones. So if you if you want to like if you want to be very still person, very calm, you mm. should go for Stillness is the key. And like if there is something who has a lot of anger issues, who has very pride in his success, or where to the level he has got. or has a very huge ego you can suggest or you can recommend him ego is the enemy is the best book like it will actually make you very very humble hmm. it will like it will break your ego patterns and like the things that gives you a lot of pride so a definite book on something to someone who is very proud of or who has a very large ego so yeah yeah absolutely you too shall die all of those words that are whispered yeah, to your ears yeah, makes yeah, a yeah, big yeah, difference yeah yeah I was reading a book the other day that said that you do realize that when it comes to your ego, the number of kings and emperors whose names we don't even know right now, at one point of time existed. Like, like why are you thinking of like your legacy? Your legacy? Where is it going to go? Stop thinking about it in that context. I think it's a nice and humbling thought. Yeah. So, do you know about the story with where a mom tells about this too shall pass? No. Tell me. Okay. So. a king calls on his shield maker the one who makes his shield and tells him that write something on this shield that it won't make me happy see it won't make me happy when i'm very happy and it won't make me sad when i'm very sad interesting so the shield maker can't think of something and he is in a lot of dilemma in a lot of confusion can't think of something and so there is a temple around the king's palace and he goes to that temple and sees a monk there and he tells his problem to him that the king has 
asked him to make something which reminds him of the this all things so the monk tells him to write on the shell that this too shall pass so when he is happy he'll acknowledge that this is not everlasting this phase of happiness will pass also and when you are very sad this will also pass so it won't be everlasting so and that is a very great thought because when you are very happy you are over the top on the seventh sky you think yourself as the emperor of the world and you start doing things bullshit things that satisfies your ego boost your ego and when you are depressed very sad you will cut off everything so at that moment this quote or this story will help you a lot this is very powerful instead of having the super highs yeah. and super lows how do you maintain that yeah. stability yeah, yeah, throughout yeah 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 it makes you neutral it makes you neutral instead of having highs and lows highs and lows yeah, amazing absolutely. arjun before we part ways what are some of the final things that you would say to our listeners about you know reading cultivating reading and you know a few words to just like help people go ahead in the reading journey see i would be devil's advocate when i say that okay reading is not important actually it is not important learning is so my mentor used to tell me that reading is actually not important learning is and learning can be from any source of medium you can learn through courses you can learn through watching podcast see someone who watches this podcast will gain some sort of value from this right you can learn from courses learn from books learn from speeches of ted speakers so you can learn from people who have a lot of experience so learning can be done from any source of or any source or any kind of medium mm. you have to decide the medium that suits your nature reading might be a medium but it is not everything so make sure that you are a perpetual learner you don't stop learning because if you stop learning you will not grow in life very powerful and learning should not yeah. reading should not be the goal learning should be the goal reading should be one of yeah. the tools that you use for learning yeah absolutely yeah absolutely amazing arjun how can people reach out to you how can people continue this conversation with you yeah so the, the best thing is they can mail me at askfilyreader@gmail.com yeah. or they can dm me but as i get a lot of dms it won't be possible for me to like to reply those dms but i make sure that i reply to everyone who mails me because the barrier of mailing is high not everyone will mail me so it becomes easier to reply to mail so if anyone wants to reach out to me and wants to ask me some sort of question ask sillyreader@gmail.com is the mail you should send that perfect and your instagram is silly.reader that is your instagram silly.reader yeah and you have a youtube yeah. channel as well which is Yeah, yeah so i have a youtube channel where i talk about books and personality development and things that will improve your life so if you want to follow me you can check it out and check it out first if you think that it gives you a value it teaches you something then only subscribe to me okay lovely but what is it it is the channel is called the channel is arjun sachdev by the by my by your name arjun sachdev amazing yeah. arjun thank you so much for joining and having this conversation with us absolutely love it yeah Thank you, thank you. My pleasure. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashden Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website. awesome180.com or check out different content on my YouTube channel called AWESOME180 that's awesome180